You're listening to the We Are Libertarians podcast network. Find all of our shows at wearelibertarians.com. Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture, and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. You're listening to the We Are Libertarians Network. Learn more at wearelibertarians.com. Heart of Liberty podcast. This is episode number 161 of East Central Indiana's favorite podcast. I'm Jeremiah Morrill, and today I'm joined by producer Chris Guffey and co-host Dakota Davis. Today's episode features the two of us, and it is the start of our candidate series. We have a special guest, uh, Miss Bobby Plummer, is in the studio with us. She is running for commissioner of the Southern District of Henry County um, in the Republican primary, which has been postponed. Everything's going crazy right now. We're going to talk a little bit about the craziness, but most importantly, we're going to talk about who is Bobby Plummer, what she thinks uh, should be going on in Henry County, what she agrees with, what she doesn't agree with, what made her decide to run for commissioner, uh, things like Memorial Park, how the commissioners have handled the COVID-19 situation, um, current other things going on in county government, and then, of course, uh, ending with the Henry County Jail and what she thinks about that. Uh, so make sure you stick around to the end. This show is about our lives in rural Indiana. We're here to push your boundaries and make you think as individuals. Sometimes we'll provoke you. Other times we'll make you laugh. But hopefully you'll always learn something new. Big shout out today. The Candidate Series is brought to us by Wyland's Flowers of Newcastle. Thanks. Thank you very much to uh, to Wyland's for uh, for helping us out and making sure that the uh, the Candidate Series happens again this year. That's right. Wyland's Flowers of Newcastle, Indiana. They have... Uh, they have sponsored us in the past. They've been a great friend of the show. They are doing awesome things here in Henry County. I said in the Facebook post earlier that they've been doing contactless delivery since before it was cool, delivering your flowers to you, just dropping them off. Um, they're still going strong right now. They are not going to have a prom season this year, so we know that they need your help, all, like all small businesses do. Uh, so make sure that you go, you buy your wife some flowers, your girlfriend some flowers. Maybe your husband even wants some flowers too. Hey, that man, might be nice. I'd like some flowers. Yeah, everybody wants some flowers. Wylands also did both of our weddings. Mm-hmm. Uh, they did uh, all the flowers for our weddings. They did a great job. And it, overall, a, a a great friend of the community and a great flower company to work with. Got to give a thank you to... Uh, we we talked a little bit uh, with Bobby earlier in the Patreon section and encourage everybody to sign up at any level over there. Uh, but uh, if you're over $50 a month, 
you get special recognition on every show. That's right. Those folks are Craig DaCosta, Jonathan Phillips, Christy Avery, and our great friend Chris Lamb from the Newcastle Career Well, actually not anymore. Formerly. Formerly of the Newcastle Career Center. Uh, emeritus. I think he's yeah. an emeritus. Emeritus. Oh, okay. <laughs> Uh, we also have our T-Chip stores, uh, com slash BHL1, 2, or 3. That's where you can get all of your sweet, sweet Boss Hulk Liberty merchandise, T-shirts, sweatshirts, all kinds of cool things, long-sleeve tees. I put, there's a note published on our Facebook page, and that is where you can find the links to all of these stores. All right. So let's get to know Bobby a little bit here. Thank you for joining us. Well, thank by you the way. for having me. I appreciate it. We're we're so excited. We're out of practice. This is our first time back in studio since it's actually only our second time back in studio since some point when snow was flying. I yeah. it was uh we did we did a bunch of canned episodes when uh when when baby delivery was imminent. We had one back in studio and then we've been on Zoom. So we are rusty as rusty gets around here. That's right. Good, that makes me look good. Yes. But we're <laughs> but we're back and we're happy we're happy to be here. Uh, so tell us a little bit about you, Bobby. You're from Henry County originally. I, well, all but two years. Yes. That's forgivable uh, for, yeah, for, so 55 years. <laughs> uh, so everybody that can add, can add how, how old I am. Um, grew up in Strawn, uh, graduated from Tri high in 1981, uh, graduated from IU Kelly school of business in 85. At uh, story checks out. You're on time. Yes. Graduated on time. I did graduate on time. On time and on time. budget. I did. I graduated on time. Even after changing my major three times, <laughs> I still graduated on time because by the time I was a senior, I was like, I'm, I'm out of here. I'm getting done. Yeah, I'm getting done. Um, came back here, uh, started working in different areas. And uh, while my degree is in business, uh, IT was the path that I got on by accident and have rode that ride for 32 years. Started my business 18 years ago. Uh, I provide uh, network services to dentists. That is uh, a very unique targeted it, it, path. It is a very unique targeted path. Uh, a friend of mine um, was doing it, and I started helping him. And that was in 2002. Is that right? 18? Yep. yep. 2002. Found the niche, and you're Found off. the niche, and yeah, I've uh, been doing it ever since. Very good. So yeah. if you're elected to be a commissioner, you're going to be able to help uh, with live streaming at Absolutely. the courthouse. Absolutely. <laughs> Better than holding a phone up for, mm-hmm. like this for two hours. Hey, uh, we would be happy if you just set your phone on the table while you're up there at the desk. Well, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Just so that I we can should. hear everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they're supposedly they're working on I tell you what, after I, the elevator. If you're elected. I will I will help you run microphones. Okay. Because I can do that. Okay. I know that. And and then uh and you can cover the the networking. Sure, absolutely. All right. Deal. Absolutely. So what uh what ticked your mind to say I'm going to get involved in politics? This is you've been you've been around at attending commissioners meetings yeah, and and about four on the years scene now. for a while. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, and it's no secret the wind was what got me started uh, because if you'd asked me 20 years ago, Bobby, do you want to run for commissioner? I would have said, why? <laughs> um, so I started attending the meetings. Uh, and as I attended more meetings, uh, I realized that there was other issues besides the one that I was concerned about um, going on in the county. And I just kept attending and attend planning commission, BZA, PARC, EDC, 
you start um, to get plugged in. It's a relatively small circle right, of, of and, folks that are t- tackling the same issues, right? Right. And um, I was approached, well, year and a half, year, over a year ago. I can't tell you the exact time. Maybe August, I, not this past August, but the year before. So maybe all the way back to 18. So a two year, almost a two year run up. Yeah. If I would consider, um, but there was a lot of things to think about at that time. My dad was at, still at home uh, with his dementia and Alzheimer's and, you know, I was a primary caregiver and I don't know that I can, you know, balance all of that. Um, and unfortunately we couldn't care for him anymore at home. So we had to place him in a nursing home and, and then I still just took a lot of time because, you know, you have to clear your brain after you've gone through all of that. And I decided January or February of 19 that, yep, I think I think I want to do this. Um, I think I could be good at it. I have a, you know, I have a pretty solid background with business and figuring out problems and troubleshooting and problem solving. And um, so I announced a year ago in March, I think it was March 18th, uh, I announced that I was going to run for commissioner. So to paint the picture for those that are listening, we have folks that are in Henry County listening. We have people all over the country that listen to this show as well. So the county commissioner, for those that don't know Indiana politics well, uh, it's a board of three folks that are the county executive. Yes. uh, And it's regional. So you are running for the southern district seat. Correct, running for the southern district seat. There's also a middle district seat that's up this year and the northern district seat is in another two-year cycle. Correct. So it's a four-year term, and the southern and middle districts are up now. Correct. Uh, you're running as a Republican. Yes. Uh, and there is one other Republican in your race. Yes. It's an open seat this year. It is an open uh, seat. So then the uh, the other fellow that's uh, running is Jeff Lane, I believe. Yes. Uh, and our, we intend to have Jeff on next week. Uh, so we're providing opportunities for all the candidates to come through, uh, come through the doors here. Um, so you're running in that, but it's not just, Hey, the Southern, Southern part of Henry County is going to vote. You've got to appeal to the people in North, in South, Stony East Creek. and West. Yeah. Every, yeah. every bit of the 50,000 people in the County. Bluntsville. You to, can't get there from here. N- not from here. <laughs> <laughs> you can from Strawn, but you can't from here. <laughs> Strawn, you just go straight up over right road to yep. You can't go anymore. Yep. Um, but yeah, you have to appeal to everybody in the County. Uh, which makes it even more difficult. Um, it's very, very just to campaign yeah. and get out and, you know, especially not being um, known as a politician or a sitting commissioner or council person. Um, the name ID is a, is a struggle. Exactly. And we were having that conversation on the, uh, on the Patreon side a moment ago of you're a first time candidate. Jeff's a first time candidate mm-hmm. running in the race. There's, there's not an incumbent. The, the, the Ed Yanos is not running for reelection. So it's an open seat. Right. Um, and there is a Democrat in the race. Yes. But it'll be the fall before, before he sees whomever's going to be on the ballot. Right. So it's, it's been a unique campaign trying to create name ID, get out in front of people. Hey, we changed when the election's going to be. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> it's, this is, uh, you picked a good year to try this. I know. I thought, oh my gosh, you know, I I picked a year that. What were you going to do? <laughs> I mean, no handshaking, no door to door knocking, no, no parades, no chicken, no chicken noodle dinner, pancake, chili supper, all in the same day. No parades, no uh, any of that. But it's been interesting, you know. Uh, we still work as hard as we can uh, to get 
did mail her. Uh, I think that went out a week or two ago. I can't remember when. I have um, I, so watching the race as a as not having a candidate in in these county races at this point. Uh, I've been getting you run mailers. In the I sure hope not. <laughs> <laughs> Gosh, I hope not. Chris, Dakota. Uh, so <laughs> not I. Looking, looking I at, plead the fifth. <laughs> <laughs> look, mm. look, but my mailbox has been busy. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, I've received something from every every candidate for commissioner uh-huh. uh, on the uh, on the Republican ballot. Actually, my wife has received them. She's got the. Uh, <clears throat> she's apparently she's on the mailing list. Oh, okay, all so, right. Or my wife first. is too. Why well, I, I don't. It's I just, don't know how Audrey gets involved with these Republican mail. <laughs> <laughs> so, we get them. It's wonderful. Sarah's Sarah's been here for one year and she's she's getting the mail. Oh, really? It's hilarious. You know? I, see, I think so. You have thirty three L two as your license plate. Yes, that might be and three. It. You have three. I have two and three. Yeah, that's right. Well, I don't know because I thought maybe maybe now that my license plate's changed I don't have 3301 they'll they'll start sending <laughs> they'll start, it, sending, they'll start sending them to me that'll be the uh, that'll be the difference I don't know I don't know <laughs> we'll see if the uh, the new chair person whomever that might be decides they want well, that's to, why uh, they want to get that plate yeah that's why I decided to free it up yeah it's you're not going to be the chairperson anymore not anymore outgoing chairperson father of the I'm, year over here I'm leaving well Maybe as long as uh, as if we're ever as allowed to have a convention. A but, yeah. <laughs> well, I will tell you, and we talked about this earlier. The one thing I miss the most is shaking hands. Yeah, I mean, that, I mean, in yeah. business, yeah, that what's the first thing that you do when you meet somebody new, or even you come across another a business associate, you, you stick your hand out and you shake your hand, their hand and say, "It's nice to meet you." And I really do miss shaking somebody's hand. It is so strange to go, uh, you know, j- just. Yeah, to 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 have that interaction and mm-hmm. just well, I don't know what to do with my hands anymore. Yeah. I have no idea. Hey. I'd hug somebody, I'd shake their hand, I'd be cordial mm-hmm. in some way, and now it's like, hey, yeah. how yeah. you doing over there? I had let's a, be awkward and stare at each other's shoes. I had a, a gentleman come out to my house, um, and I, I'm getting some painting done on my house, and he was uh, <clears throat> he came out, he did the, um, looked at everything, and as he was leaving, uh, he we kind of both went to shake our each other's hand. Uh-huh. And then he was like, "Oh!" And then he <laughs> and then he stuck his elbow out. <laughs> and I was yeah, like, "Yeah, I mean, it's." I awkward. was like, "Man, this sucks." Yeah, yeah. That was a couple of weeks ago, so it was still like things are changing weekly. And so a couple of weeks ago, it was still looking pretty grim. Now at this point, I think the best I can tell is that on Thursdays, the governor says you can have groups of twenty-five or less as long as you only touch left hands. I think is the <laughs> way just left hands it works. Hands. But don't okay. also don't try to go get a it's fountain like soda a, because that's not legal. <laughs> What 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 community is it? Is the left hand? There's some other country where it's offensive to be touched with your left hand. Oh, the Arabic that's countries, Canada. yeah, the Arabic Canada countries. for sure. You don't yeah. shake with left hand because that's countries. what they that's wipe what they with. wipe with. Yeah, yeah. no, it's the Canadians. <laughs> I wasn't gonna go that far. I was just gonna say it's <laughs> no, it's, it's, to have it's the, informative. It's the French Canadians, the, hmm. the left-handed French Canadians. Canada's closed. Moose should have told you out front. <laughs> <laughs> so back to the commissioner's race. Yes. There's a hot topic in our county, and that's about uh, land use. We already yes. is it, talked about how what made you start looking into politics was uh-huh. was the wind issue, um, the role of the the planning commission, and all this. That was a big topic at, during the last candidate series mm-hmm. that that we went through with the county offices. Uh, Jeremiah's put this question on our show notes. If you're a Patreon member, you get access to these beforehand. But um, it's do you, do you like the scorecard program? What what are your thoughts? So the 
the planning commission, when the CAFO issue was going right. through five, yeah. six, seven years right. ago, uh, they put together a scorecard and it kind of, the goal of that, as I understand it, was to eliminate some of the bickering or the issues mm-hmm. that came into place came into with, with those and try to keep us out of county lawsuits, right? Because mm-hmm. uh, there's not a finite, finite, finite number of uh, dollars to go around. Right. So I, I wanted your, you know, on, on a larger and, scale, the, the, honestly, the land I, use, I, I but scorecard. I didn't know about the scorecard. Okay. Yeah. So basically what happens is, is the planning commission now, um, they don't have to review every application that comes right. through. It's if you're this many acres away, if mm-hmm. you've got this head count, right. if you've got this buffer, then you can, then if you meet all these then requirements, you're then yeah. you're approved. You don't have right. to, we don't have to make it political. Right. right. There are metrics. Right. So that's the question. I, I see where that could be beneficial. I'm not sure how it would work with, right. you know, wind. Right. Uh, but it could be a barn. It could be a house. Right. It could, it could be, be, it could uh, be yeah, a, I don't a commercial have, yeah. operation. You check, 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 check. Sure. Right. Um, Essentially, what you're, but what you're doing is you're taking away ar- right. what's arbitrary. Right. The arbitrary. And, stuff. and you're, you're, mm-hmm. and it's non political. Exactly. And these are the rules that we agree to. Right. Somebody in, you know, a Corey Murphy role or a, you know, if you're in Rush County, a John McCain role right. can sell your area and market it and say, hey, if we, if we take these boxes, mm-hmm. you're good to go. Right. Right. I don't I know how that logic. would work with wind. Right. I mean, I would have to see. Uh, but yeah, I'm not opposed to, that type of a yeah i guess the uh, question wasn't specifically about when it was okay. just that yeah that all together yeah like I, I you know it would take some of the it would, it would take it so it would take it from being you know personal issues like i have an issue with person a mm-hmm. and i am on the planning commission and person a is applying for to build something something right you can't I don't just like go, you. I'm not good. Hmm. Yeah. yeah, exactly. You, you, you parked exactly. in my grass 15 years ago. And right. I'm, yeah. And I'm not supposed to like you. You want to put a fence up and yeah. your neighbor is my uncle and my uncle yeah. says that you don't mow your yeah. yard to the correct height. And you weren't yeah. good to my cousin in high right. school. But right. you can also see on the flip side of that where it's like we're the planning commission and we are we need to look at things on an individual basis. And sometimes things can be more nuanced than what can be placed down. Exactly. On this set of parameters. Right, on this card. Yeah. Eldon Pitts is in the in the chat and he's 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 commenting saying the scoring system takes the emotion completely exactly. out of the process. Exactly, it does take the emotion out. So exactly. So you know, it, it mm-hmm. you go point A B C and, right. and you're good to go. Um you could also use it for chickens. Dakota and I have talked about chickens on this show for three years Oh, that years is now. a huge and, and we conversation. Say, you know what? We've, we have, you have to have a certain number of acres to be able to have any livestock in this community. Mm-hmm. So you could say, hey, you know what? If you want to raise a, I a household. I chickens is five acres. Yeah. If you want to raise Yeah. You have to have five acres to have, you know, a chicken in this time where you, you're struggling to go through grocery stores. Maybe right. it's an opportunity to Come say, and hey, take it. You know, well, <laughs> maybe it's an opportunity to say, you know what, for personal, for personal use, maybe four hens or less to anybody. Right. And right. For personal know, use. Yeah. Not for, yeah, 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 not yeah. for resale, but yeah, household use or how your, your house and your family, whatever. Um, it, it's another, op, another way to, to, to apply that it, same it, logic. It, exactly. You know, in strong, you know, there's no hoofed animals allowed in the town limits, you know? Okay. <laughs> I mean, yeah. you know, well, I mean, that's fine. Cause uh, you got to have five acres. Okay, Unless yeah. you have five acres in town. Right. Oh, that guy, Darren Jacobs is going to come shoot your hoofed animal anyway. Right. <laughs> <laughs> he is. He would come. Yeah. See. He would come and take my, take my pig and my chickens and 
but it seems like chickens are. I don't have a problem. With I think because I don't have a problem with hooved animals. I, I live in the country. Yeah. I mean, I grew up next to really. I, I want to say the first CAFO in Henry County. Uh, Sam Goldman just outside of Strawn had. You remember? Yeah. I, I don't. Well, oh, you're not old enough to remember. I, that. I know <laughs> Dakota was I, born in 1996. Yeah, you're not old enough to remember. But I live with an with an older he person, and I, I hear a lot of these stories. Yeah, he. That's why that name and the operation rings a bell. Yeah, he had. I think it was dairy cattle that was in a barn, never saw the light of day. He knifed it. Well, I don't know that he really knifed in the the byproduct. Uh, but you know, you smelled incorporated it a lot. into a field. Yeah, uh, somehow it was there. You smelled it, and you were in the country, and you, you know, and it's part of living in the county. Yeah, too. Occasionally, you're going to get some smells yeah. and some noises. And yeah, some, some things that you don't really appreciate. But so, so broadly speaking, if you're the you're the county exe- one of three county executives, mm-hmm. you're not the only county uh-huh. executive. Oh, wouldn't it be great if I was queen of the world? <laughs> <laughs> If everybody well, just did what I wanted ran, them to do. You ran for the wrong office. That's governor. <laughs> or mayor. And and you'll have a shot at it in four years. Move to Newcastle. <laughs> you can be the mayor. You don't have to move to everybody Newcastle. everybody just do what I wanted them to a, do, the world would be a better place. It's a democratically elected monarchy. <laughs> so, but looking at it, are there other, you know, do you have a list of, hey, you know, these are the ordinances that I want to look at or the issues that you want to tackle um, from because you have you have that control right. or that, I, that local authority exactly to say hey you know what I want to I want to dig into land use in this way or I want to talk about you know the way we've you know the health department has obviously been been huge and health ordinances right. are under under the commissioner's purview right um, are there items that you're you have an agenda to try to look at or is it a case by case as we come it's to a, it? it's a case by case as we come to it you know I, I'm not naive enough to think that I know everything that's goes on in county government. I know that there's going to be a learning curve and, you know, I, I can't walk in and go, this is what I want yeah. to do. And that, that is a problem uh, yeah, with yeah. a lot of people running for office who have these expectations that they're going to get into office and that they're going to be able to make all these changes. Right. You know, there's, there's going to be a learning curve of if, um, staying if, in your lane. If you, know, you are elected, yes. are we, are we getting rid of Darren and he can't be the one to kill the hogs anymore? Or do we have to, do we have to continue to live in this empire? If you get rid of Darren, he's going to focus all of his time and energy and spice. <laughs> we don't deserve that. Oh, that's right. You live down there. Oh God. You know, who's never going to be a Patreon member. Darren, Darren Jacobs never happened. You know, he's, he's texted he's the most abused guest in the history of the show. He has texted both of us before it and said that he judges the quality of each episode based on how many times he's brought up. Good or bad. This is going to be a good one. This is going to be a good one. This is like Earnhardt. As long as they're making noise. Yeah. <laughs> Just say, his name. you know, maybe he might show if in the you door. Say if it you say it three times, times yeah, be careful. Beetle, yeah, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, be damn Beetlejuice. careful. <laughs> he might walk. He's in. already walking this way, and you'll he'll, he'll be here within twenty to thirty minutes. And if ten minutes, he's he's a walker. That might have the other thing. I did may pass need, him one day. He was walking around. You the may car need. House. You may need a haircut ordinance. Well, uh, yeah, you know, to make sure that county employees you, you know, are above the ear or something. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think I wonder how many people have gotten their haircuts. Not Darren, damn hippie. He's <laughs> got that those long flowing locks he's still got going. Oh my god. We need to have him back on and feed us some hot peppers again. 
Ghost peppers this time. Ghost peppers. You yeah. fed him ghost no, peppers? No, well, we all ate them. Oh, okay. I strongly encourage you to look up that episode. Okay. There I'll was a gallon to. of milk oh, drank, God. and it was it was horrific. Oh, my I gosh. I ate two. I think I got- Did my, you really? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a real man, Bobby. <laughs> I- <laughs> Darren, How many did Darren eat? Same. Same number. Two? Wow. Yeah. yeah. Darren's um, a pepper- Like a- Yeah, he oh, drinks he? them. Oh, yeah, he's, okay. He grows them, and he has a problem. Uh, uh, yeah. They cause hiccups. Incredible hiccups, which makes for great. None radio. of this is none <laughs> yeah. of this is why. Yeah, if you watch that show after J- after after Dakota ate ate the pepper, gone, I, completely useless. It as took a me into a weird meditative state. <laughs> oh, I he disappeared. Yeah. He was the only thing I was I was hearing was was uh like was the wheezing of your wife in the corner <laughs> who also ate a, ate she a, ate a habanero. Pepper. Yeah, it was it was a she nothing. Didn't even pepper. need a ghost pepper. Anyway. Let's get back to the. Yeah, sorry. We're so out of practice. I apologize, Bobby. No, this is fully what oh, I expected. No, you're fine. I told you it's so, conversational in exactly, nature. We're yeah, going to get exactly. there. Exactly. We're going to have fun while we do it. Well, we were just talking about ordinances with all of this and the the ordinance that was regarding COVID 19. Mm-hmm. And that was kind of controversial in our circle because of the May 23rd date. And we were, we were so far out at that time. It was we two months. Were, we were yeah, we were right. two months out, and when that was like six weeks away from what the governor had put in place mm-hmm. at the time, because right. he was working in two week increments. Uh, what what were your thoughts on that as you watched it all go down? Because you were there, weren't you? Or no, you weren't there in person. I wasn't there in person. Yeah. They they, they you it. were plugged in. Yes. Yeah, um, you were watching. I thought my personal opinion was sixty days was a little too long. Now, of course, I'm not a medical professional and I don't know all the data that they had, but reporting from, we were from getting, a, from a business perspective, it's um, devastating, th- right? Yes. From a business perspective, it's devastating because you're like 60 days of minimal or no work. I mean, even at the state level, mm-hmm. you know, 30 days or two weeks or whatever, you know, that you can't do this and you can't do that and you can't do that. You know, you sit and think we've got to have a balance somewhere between public, there has to be a balance between public safety and not destroying everybody's livelihood. Finding, well, finding, you know, finding, that, finding, finding voluntary finding, association, yes, right? Find, finding that balance um, has been difficult. Um, I get and understand um, the need to protect lives, absolutely, positively, because uh, you know my question every time I call the nursing home is. How many positive cases do you have? Zero. Okay, cool. Um, I understand that and I get that. Um, I just don't know it's if it a, could have been done differently. We, so we talked about this last You know, on week. a two-week or three-week, right. let's flatten the curve for two weeks, see where we are. Like, Can we yeah. do another week or two? Do we have to do another week or two? Are we seeing spikes? Um that type of thing. Yeah. So Ken and Gray is in the chat and he says, Dr. Miller recommended three months uh, oh, at, did the, he really? at the 323 meeting. Mm-hmm. The commissioner said, Hey, let's go to two months, mm-hmm. uh, which was very different than what the, the state had state done at did. that point. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the commissioners, once the state announced their reopening plan, then they rescinded exactly. the previous ordinance. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what it did is that it created panic for you know, I picked up the torch and grew my beard and, and had the long hippie hair myself right. on behalf of the barbers right. trying to draw attention to how, how, and it's one how of those things you're, you're, they you're were. darned if you do and darned if you don't, Yeah, you know, if you do 60 days and things don't 
happen the way you suspect, then everybody's like, well, why did we do this? And if you don't do it, and then there's a uh, overabundance of cases and deaths, and it's then why didn't you do? Uh, so you, I get, you know, you have to make the best decision that you think you're making with the least impact based upon the information that you have. I mean, that's, yeah, you're and I know that's, a, the needle, I know right? that's a, I know that sounds like a political answer. Well, you're getting but, good at this. And well, thank you. <laughs> uh, but you know, you, it, you know, I, I mean, I it's not saying, a black though. and white cut and dry. It's, and it's like what, what we talked about last week where it's, it's like everything. It's like every other issue where you have extremes on either side. Yes. And of course a health professional mm-hmm. is going to sit there and tell you that Things are are horrible. We are in dire need to shut everything down because that's their world. They're advocating that's, for it. That's what they live in, and it's what they see every day, and it's what they're exactly. reading every day. But you have to balance it. You have to find the the compromise. It's a nuanced situation. Like you said, it's not black and white. Right. So it's uh, – and you have to also look around. What is the state doing? You know, what is, what is Governor Holcomb who – who is sitting in the state house and he undoubtedly as uh, the governor of one of 50 states in the U S knows more than what, than what the county commissioners know at that point, what is he doing? Mm -hmm. And what is our small county of 50,000 people going to do to reflect that we care about our citizens? Do we go two weeks like the state or do we shut it down for three months? Like, like our county health director saying, Two months, I don't think that you took enough. I don't I don't think you met in the middle enough. But that's just my personal opinion. And I'm not the one running for commissioner. <laughs> <laughs> well, not right well, now. Not right now. Yeah. In the fall. Um, <laughs> no, not, not then Check either. local listings. Next thing I knew, I woke <laughs> up and I was on the ballot. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how it happened. Too much Jose Cuervo. I tell you who I didn't want to be, and that's Angela Cox. Yeah. She's yeah. done an She's the health administrator. Yes, the health county. administrator. She has done an outstanding job. I mean, I, I, I don't envy any of these uh, people. Oh no, I don't. I mean, the phone calls and the uh, not to bring up a, you know, the the golf course and whether there's and Mount Lawn or the Saddle Club or, you know, having to field all of and you know, you become an enforcement and, agency as well. Right, and you go from a group that does some some spot checks on right. restaurants and and doing shots right. to now you're now, and, now and you're the enforcement. She's done an outstanding job. Um, I can't imagine the stress levels that she was under, uh, having to field all of that, and, but it, and all the people that work there, not just her. As a candidate, uh, it certainly has to make you think. Mm-hmm. Like these are, this is something that was unprecedented. Yes, we Hopefully were living. It never happens again. We were living at in, least not in, for another few for, years. At least for another four until, years. Still, Bobby's out of office. <laughs> but you know, we were living in this in this dreamland mm-hmm. where we hadn't experienced uh, a pandemic really right. on a on this global level, level infecting this in many our people. lifetimes. Yeah, well, since 1918, right? Mm-hmm. So you have to start thinking about this as a candidate of what what you're looking for in fielding candidates for these executive yes. positions that you will be approving right. because that's also part of your oh, job. Oh, absolutely. Part of the job is approving those people in executive positions. Do, do you have, uh, I mean, do you have any thoughts about uh, like Who? what you're looking what? for? Are you asking a, me if I would fire anybody? No, 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 no. no. Dakota's <laughs> looking for a job. No, I wouldn't yeah. fire anybody. 
<laughs> I'm not looking for a job. Not even Darren. Damn it. We accomplished I, nothing, Guffy. <laughs> can't. Absolutely. She's not listening. What I, I'm, not, I'm not asking if you would fire anybody, but I'm just saying like, uh, how, like, has your view on this, have, has your view on hiring people for these roles changed? Like uh, to where, I don't know if you thought about it much before and also are like, what kind of quantity qualities are you looking for in people going into those Are we talking specifically public health or any? Just anything. Any, any board? Yeah. Because I think it, the, the public health is just a good example of uh, things can go horribly wrong and all of a sudden someone can get a lot of uh, extra responsibility shoved onto them exactly. at a moment's notice. Exactly. In anything. And it, well, something can go horribly wrong at the park board. Exactly. Or the park. And, you know, July 4th. We'll get to that later. Fireworks, whether or not they have them or... Oh, yes, I know that's not... <laughs> um, honestly, I haven't... I mean, I think the people that are serving right now are not doing a bad job. I mean, I don't I don't have a complaint with any of them. I, I don't know everybody that's serving on the boards, but um, I don't look at, you know, somebody on the drainage board and you know, you've got to go. Yeah. Um, I think right now, from what I've seen and what I've heard, they're all qualified uh, people, and they have their be- the best interest at heart. Same like park board, whether it's park board or board of health, they're um, you as, know. As time goes on, you start to develop your relationship with exactly. those folks, and then exactly. you make your decisions exactly. about continuing to a point or not. Exactly. A point, right? You know. Yeah. Once you see them doing their job in a in a different capacity, right now I'm just a citizen saying that the drainage board does this or or. The park board does this. It's the thing that Councilman Malicote tells me all the time is it's a whole lot different looking uh, back out into the chair. He has said that to me too. It's a whole <laughs> lot different when you're on the other side of the other side of the table. Uh, you know, it's easy to sit back. Again, if I said if everybody did everything that I wanted them to do, the world would be a better place. Yeah, it's um, something I've I've always thought about, like with the Obama presidency, mm-hmm. because he he talked so much about things that were going to happen. You know, his whole campaign was hope, mm-hmm. change you can believe in. And he, he's talking about health care. He's talking about pulling troops from overseas. And then he gets elected. And it was like a week later, his uh, on his campaign website, he pulled <laughs> his, uh, pulling troops from overseas. That was gone. It was, yeah. So it was like... Uh, just quietly. Yeah. Never mind. Quietly. It was like he, he got into office and then he... He started looking at things and, he, you know, you're flooded. I, I would imagine in any executive position, if you're elected in November, with information you're that you don't flooded. know even exists. Exactly. Exactly. Which is why I totally respect it, your answer earlier of there's not specific things that you want to address mm-hmm. immediately. Right. I mean, there's things that, you know, I'm not, I'm not naive enough to th- think that I can just walk in, you know, running my business, I can walk in and do whatever I want to do. Yeah. I've run my business for 18 years. I know what it takes. Um, there is going to be a learning curve and there'll be a learning curve no matter whoever's in the seat. Um, hey, we're going to have a new commissioner in the Southern district. Right. So it's, there's going to be, it's going to be different no matter what happens. Right. No matter what happens is, you know, and uh, potentially there could be two new in the seat. Yep. We could know? have. Yep. And uh, that's when you lean on people that have been there uh, a long time, not just, the other commissioner, uh, but the auditor or the treasurer or the clerk or, you know, there's a whole host of uh, people. So let's let's talk about somebody that's uh, speaking of roles that's, that's currently serving mm-hmm. uh, and 
this has been this has been a year of unique. I cannot, for the life of me, remember a uh, a group of elected officials calling for another elected official <laughs> to resign. Uh, but it happened. It uh, did. Our county coroner, uh, who's not running for reelection, uh, accepted a. Uh, it has been reported in the Middletown paper, the Newcastle mm-hmm. paper. It's been discussed at some public meetings. Uh, the current coroner accepted a position in another county uh, during the week. Uh, it's a 90-day short-term mm-hmm. assignment, uh, but was not going to be here during the week. So uh, the deputy coroners are covering responsibilities Monday through Friday. Uh, the council said, we're having a pandemic. This isn't going to work. We'd like you to resign. Mm-hmm. You're going to cost us more money because things are going to happen. You're going to be away. You can't do the job. The coroner said, no, I think I'm getting the job done just fine. Mm-hmm. The council unanimously said, hey, we don't think so. We'd like you to resign. And, here, and there was a letter sent by mm-hmm. uh, by President Hoon to the local media outlets expressing mm-hmm. expressing the reasoning why. You're running for one of these official seats. Yes. How, how do the... Do you have an opinion? Do you, when you look at this, do you have, well, I it, will. It's very, unique. I, I, it is very unique and I haven't seen the letter that um, was sent out to the media. Um, and I don't know the backstory of what it, job or not doing or anything like that. Um, I was a little surprised that it was brought up in a public meeting. Right. Um, well, and it's seven, nothing too, right? Like that's mm-hmm. a, it's just, I, yeah, it's unprecedented to mm-hmm. see to see that. I, I was I was a little surprised um, that that happened. Um, that it was uh, hey, it went from let's buying a car to or buy fix a car or whatever, buy a car, whatever. Yeah, I was just I was a little shocked at that. Um, maybe it should have discussion should have taken place behind the scenes first. And it's kind of weird too, right? Yeah, yeah. Given that the council is the is the financial mm-hmm. body for the county. Yeah. You know, they're not Well, they pay the budget, right? So the council yeah. the council's right. position is it's, is hey, we're you're spending gonna, you're going to be take you're getting your salary plus we're, right. you're we're gonna, having to pay somebody. We're else. having we're having mm-hmm. we're looking at a million dollar shortfall right. potentially because and, people And are I understand that taxes. I understand the concern of the the finances. I absolutely do. And I understand the concern of um the corner leaving 5 days a week during a pandemic. I understand, you know, that where that concern came from. Um, <clears throat> I don't fault them for having those concerns. Um, I just think that maybe it should have been done first privately, that discussion privately first. So if, yeah. theoretically, uh, if you were in the commissioner's chair, would you want to take any action, A, a you know? Of another elected uh, official? Well, no. Would you want to take any action? So say you're sitting in the chair. Mm-hmm. Same deal. Would you want to have the commissioners also go on record and say, hey, yeah, we agree, we stand with the council on this? Or it would be, hey, we don't want to take action at this point and see what happens. And it, uh, it, I, I guess that yeah. would you view any role or, or interaction there? I wouldn't think that there would be. My personal opinion, I don't think that there would be a, a role for that. I, I agree. You know, I, I just don't. I, I think it's silly. You know, I, I I understand the reasoning for the motion that Clay made and the discussions that they had. I understood. I understand why. Right. You know, and it, I it, I do. Uh, but as a legal basis, do you have a right as a council to? They don't have the ability to, to remove to resign. Yeah, right. I and don't like, know. With, and again, I don't know any of the background 
information of what they have or if anything's, you know, I right. don't know any of any of that background information. Um, just what you guys all saw at the public meeting as well. Um, so it's without just, having some more information. The legalities of it, to my understanding, are if you still live in the county mm-hmm. and if you're not convicted of a crime. Correct. You're an elected official until correct. you're no longer an elected official. Correct. That that's is correct. The, that's, that's the, the, legal, the, the legal basis correct, of it. Correct. At that point, it becomes, hey, you know, do you want to use the soapbox to say, hey, you need to do mm-hmm. this because it's the right thing, right. or no, right. you guys are out to lunch and I'm fine. Right. You know, that's the that's the discussion. And I do we're understand. Having. You know, I do understand both sides. I understand why they did what they did, or why the motion was made um, based upon what they said in the in the public meeting. I I get it. Um, I do, uh, but yeah, he's a you know an elected official. Uh, that's kind of difficult that's for the to voters to right decide on election decide day. In, yeah, in June, and unless somebody runs against Mister Guffey in the fall, right? You going to run for coroner, Dakota? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I'm going to try to get you to run. <laughs> Not just, this year. He's just yeah. trying to pay for diapers. Yeah, I get it. I just, get it. Just trying to trying to get through the diaper yeah. life. So let's let's talk about a lar- uh, uh, something that's close to my heart, uh, Memorial Park. I've yes. been a park board mm-hmm. member in the past, yes. um, and the park has, in the last five or six years, gotten more attention than it probably did in the last thirty. Mm-hmm. Uh, good, bad, indifferent. Mm-hmm. Uh, been in the news a lot. Uh, a lot of things have happened in the park. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm going to leave it open ended. You know, there's the expo centers come in. Right. We've seen new monuments. We've seen mm-hmm. refurbishment of monuments. We've seen relocation of monuments. We've right. seen a veterans museum come in. Mm-hmm. I guess. It, as a county commissioner, you'll be you'll be responsible for the appointments of the park of the board, board. Uh-huh. Uh, and then as a park board member uh, in the past, I know very well that uh, if the commissioners don't like something the park board did, uh, the ultimately the park board makes the decision as to exactly. who the superintendent is. Exactly, that's it. Everything else eventually comes back across the commissioner's desk. So right. I want to hear broad. You know, what do you think of, of Memorial Park in the next in four a, years, eight sense. years? And then if you want to talk about any specific issues, run with it. Well, and they have, I mean, there's been a lot of issues. Sometimes I think it's personality issues with people uh, on the board or other people on monuments committees or um I'm sure that there are issues that people agree with and there's issues that people don't agree with, whether that's the Doughboy or putting this monument in or whether it's the Veterans Museum and how are we going to do the uh, the power. Um, overall. Power meaning the electric. The electric, the, because sorry. It's the yes, same the building. electric in the same building, yeah. how that's going to be paid for. And, um, you know, I would like to see, you know, I think Mr. Gray mentioned in one of the council meetings that they get along better. Uh, I would like to see. You're going to put him in their get along uh, shirt? Well, I, <laughs> I would, I mean, everybody's an adult. Time out everybody, everybody's out. are adults and, you know, they can do what they want to do. Um, but there does seem some contention uh, between the various we have, uh, groups. We So we have a park. We have a park. And then we have so many stakeholders involved in yes. that park. The, yes. the picture of of Memorial Park is, is, um, is very intricate. It is because you have leaseholders in the expo center mm-hmm. that's under construction. Right. You have leaseholders in the saddle club. Yes. You now have leaseholders in the veterans museum. Mm-hmm. You have the county that op- the county park board that operates 
everything else that's mm-hmm. not unreleased to a different group. Correct. And then you have the Hope Initiative helping out as an Friends of Memorial Park. And you also have Friends of Memorial Park, which is a 501c3 right. that benefits the park because it's a taxpayer funded group and can't mechanically do right. certain things. Exactly. So now you've got, I don't know, what is that, six different boards mm-hmm. involved with yep. all of those all, personalities. All of, all of the personalities. And then they flow back up to the county commissioners, which exactly. is another board. Exactly. And then, uh, ultimately what happens is that you churn through a park board member about every two years. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. Some, yeah. A new one, a new one comes along. I mean, I think the new park superintendent's doing a, a great job. I was at her interview, the public interview. Back on that microphone for me. Sorry. Oh, sorry. Um, I think she's doing a, a great job. I mean, um, I was at her interview and she was the one that would impress me the most. Um, I would like to see somehow for everybody to get along better, all the groups, uh, and not all of the groups are contentious with each other. Uh, it just seems to be, if you read social media, the, you know, <laughs> I was, weird, I was right? advised, I was advised after I, I read, uh, announced my candidacy, I was advised to don't read the comments. <laughs> there are there are some Facebook groups in our community yeah. that I just I think at this point have become just a cesspool of thought yeah. and I am not in them anymore. And everybody is allowed <laughs> their own opinion, their own view. Um, you know, I'm not in it daily. You know, I don't know the ins and outs and the whys and the wherefores and and why this happened or that happened. Um I just would hope that everybody would get along better. So 10,000 foot view. Yes. Are you happy with the direction of the park and, yes. and what's happening and, and yes. the projects that are ongoing, the expo mm-hmm. and everything yep. else going I forward? Would, I, I hope that the expo is successful. I mean, you know, it's disconcerting when you just see dirt, you know, you see, uh, I haven't heard an update of where they are in their fundraising where the best or playground in the County was. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Be nice. <laughs> I, I haven't heard an update me personally, uh, heard an update of where they are with their raising monies uh, to complete the project or phase one. Um, but I hope that it moves forward. All right. Same. I hope it's successful. Um, you know, I would, I would hate for a building be built and it not be successful. I don't want to wish unsuccess on any project uh, that's going on, especially something that large that has um, moved Dakota's favorite playground. <laughs> <laughs> And we'll put a plaque up there for you. If I'm commissioner, yeah, we'll put a plaque that says "Formerly home of Dakota's <laughs> oh, favorite, the former my. home of." The promises are already out there. That's uh, just selling her soul over here yeah. for the job. Now Dakota's got to get an eighty-two dollar plaque, and somebody's got to mow around no, it. No, well, yeah. notice, notice, notice my ankles are crossed. <laughs> I told her I would set up the microphone, so maybe that's quid pro quo. <laughs> oh, no. We've heard enough oh, about that in the past year, haven't oh, we? Oh, boy. Yeah. Here we go. Yeah. All right. Oh, that's funny. So do, so do you want two Doughboys? Is that the ultimate plan? Is it, the, two Doughboys? What we talked about on the show two years ago. That was the only way to fix it was to make a second make, Doughboy. Yeah, because I don't think you can move the one that right. you know is been moved already. Right. Listen, um, it's, no, statue <laughs> will, no statue will survive two moves. No, it won't. They're like a cat. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Two homes. Exactly. They're topped out. Exactly. They can't adapt to a third. Well, Bobby, if you remember at the park board meeting one time, we were going to have you and I as a statue. Yes, they were, we were. They were going to make us a statue. 
They were. How, how good we are. Are you going to be were. you're going to be bronzed? <laughs> like San Holo or Han Solo over here? <laughs> yeah, Han Solo. Were. It's a yeah. very equate version the, the of the bronze statue. The libertarian Republican. Exactly. Yeah. Getting along, being friends. Look at that. It's weird. Yeah, they were. I remember that parkour meeting. <laughs> oh shoot. What, what, else, it? what else we got to go to? We have to talk about the Henry County Jail for just a second. Oh, yes. Um, the jail's been in decay for mm-hmm. decades. Yep. This is a huge issue in uh, the 2018 county mm-hmm. races, especially the council, because there was talk about the uh, the lit tax, that mm-hmm. which did pass. Right. So That's why your paychecks are smaller, everybody. Yep. So I have to work more overtime now to provide for my family because of what the council passed. But, you know, that's another thing. That's fine. We're all poor. And they take money from that. You're not getting a pay. Oh, wait, you still got a paycheck. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I'm one of those lucky essential. essential We're we're all essential. So every job is essential Mm -hmm. for the person that depends on the paycheck. Absolutely. But back to the jail. Given the new money that's set aside, and there's been a lot of talk about... Um, places that the jail is going, partnerships potentially, mm-hmm. on all these things. Uh, what do you think is you know just looking at it, and you've been super involved. What do you think mm-hmm. is the best course of action to take? Well, I'm glad that they're finally moving forward because it should have been done six decades seven, ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a couple, uh, right? Um, and I'm glad that Representative Saunders was able to work to get the land. Uh, that it's going through. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, with the the shutdown, uh, I haven't been able to keep up on what they have decided. I did see that the settlement was a potential settlement uh, last night with the ACLU was uh, so that takes a huge pressure off. Um, I'll be excited when they get it done. I, mean, I know that they've got the the architect and the uh, general manager, I believe. Or, general contractor. I'm not a construction person, so if I don't get the words right, um, ready to move forward. They have their construction team. They do have their and, construction team. And they have team. their site. Yep, and they have their site. Now it's got a... Concern is funding, obviously, because we're, you know, even though they passed the tax, we're not going to obviously generate as much as expected uh, yep. for that. Uh, worried about construction costs going up. And you've got bonding, you know, and future bonding, bonding or other, yep. you know, it's hard mm-hmm. to hard to know exactly what's exactly happen. what's going to happen. It's cheap to borrow money right now, though. It is cheap to borrow money right now. It is very cheap to borrow money right now. Has uh, the council thought about investing in oil? <laughs> <laughs> they do every every year. The uh, the county commissioners uh, they have a bid and uh, they yes, get their they oil do. for the year, right? Yes, so they, they do. They do. They buy. They yep. they lock in in, uh, in the winter. Yes. The new year. Yeah. So we're paying obscenely high prices right now. I'm quite yeah. sure. Sure. Compared yeah. to what would be, uh, would be out there right now. Yeah. I bought, I bought stocks in oil, TJ Maxx. Uh, I, I bought three shares of, oh, there you go. Yeah. I'm, oh, and, uh, uh, crap. What was the other one? Doggy coin. And yeah, I bought dog coin. That was just a joke though. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I saw you have 4,000. You're- I have four thousand and fourteen dog coins, which is ten dollars. Ten dollars worth. Is it really? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. That's the that for everyone who's wondering. That is the cryptocurrency that was set up by Elon Musk. Oh, okay. But it's never going to be like Bitcoin, uh, just because it's different. And that that we should have a whole episode on cryptocurrency. It's weird. after we finish the candidate series. Yep. So I'll yeah. let you. I will let you lead the okay. lead, lead lead the, the gospel way. here, buddy. But anyway, 
And I would, I would say, you know, Rick McCorkle and all of them have done an outstanding job trying to keep. So that was the current my- jail inhabitable, uh, safe. That was my next question. Was if, in the future mm-hmm. going forward, there's going to be because. I don't know how much you've been involved in construction, but that that's, that's what I did. Mm-hmm. And it, there's always things that change. Uh-huh. There's always things that as time moves forward, things start getting built and there's different things that all of a sudden, Hey, we think that we need this. Mm-hmm. The contractor thinks that this would be the best way to go. Mm-hmm. Are, are you going to be, are you going to, uh, do outside research or will you, will your primary source of information, you just listen to oh, what no. the sheriff needs? I will listen to the, what the needs of the sheriffs are, but then you have to do your own outside research in any, um, in any thing that you do. You can't just uh, take one side. I mean, you Which, have to, I mean, a lot of that will come, a lot of those requests will go to the council, right. but, but you'll see them as well. Right. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, you do have to, uh, do your own awesome. study. I mean, it's, it's, um, I'm not for spoon feeding, getting spoon fed. Often what'll happen is that just like when you have an, you know, you have a board and you have an mm-hmm. attorney that works for you, you will have an expert of some sort. Exactly. That's the commissioner's mm-hmm. representative to interface or deal with the contractor and the, right. and the folks that are actually working at the project team. Right. Um, so you would have, I mean, you, you have, you have to, you have to have, your, you have to do your own research to be able to, you know, Especially in construction, you know, I've, my dentist, I've worked in new construction when they've built a new office and I've had to go into, I look at a plan and we're putting the computer there, there, you know, but not massive. I'm not part of the construction team. You know, I tell them where I want a pipe put, Uh, but you know, you do have to do your own research and, and figure things out a little bit more. Well, now you're going to be on the other side going, mm-hmm. can we afford to put that pipe there where they said exactly. they want it? Exactly. Yeah, Mike, Mike Broyles is in the chat, and he's he's bringing up a, a, a comment that we've seen a number of times in the past on this issue, uh, asking if they couldn't keep up with the 40, 50-year-old building, how are they going to keep up with the new one? So the maintenance and the upkeep of of keeping that building alive for, you know. Oh. To, you don't like to replace these every 40 oh, years, right? Oh, no, no. And that's a good question because the financial stability of the county is a major concern, not just for the jail upkeep, but for upkeep of the county. Uh, and especially with the pandemic and, you know, taxes, property taxes may not be coming in as well. And we may have to borrow money and, you know, the payroll taxes are down and um, all of those things. Although it does, it does sound like the, uh, the, the treasurer has reported yes, he that has money reported, has come yes. in better than expected. Better so than some expected. of the the, yes. the storm clouds that folks were concerned about it's not a month or great. two ago have that that seems to have folks have actually paid right. their taxes. Yeah, right. because our Trump bucks got here, and then all of a sudden we got hit with our property tax bill. Like you literally to, a week, you later. got to flip over the check and sign it and send it, send it right <laughs> on in. And yeah, but you, had, but you still had sixty days. You could have postponed it. Yeah, it's yeah. they're truly. You, you well, they were actually due on the eleventh, but the governor issued a. Yeah, but on the top of your time. property tax yeah. bill, it still said that if you pay after May 11th, you will you have a penalty. penalty fee. Yeah, I still maintain that's a state form, and they couldn't reprint it. They probably couldn't change that. They probably you're couldn't. probably right. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I'm sure that they couldn't print it. To answer the question of how are they going to maintain the upkeep, 
I don't have the answer to that. I wish I did. I mean, if I had a crystal ball, um, but pre-jail, pre-pandemic, the county was in financial straits. And that's not changed. You've got a youth center that's got seven years left on a lease. So that in, in very plausibly in your time as a commissioner, Mm -hmm. that that may be another lease to Mm -hmm. consider as well. And you'll have, you'll have to, make a determination for what the future of that building is. Does it stay in the county inventory? Does it get sold? And I don't don't know who looks over the, the contracts for those leases, but uh, I, we did not enter into a good agreement. Oh no. Then that was something that councilman Malico has brought up time and time again. Like, Hey, this was a horrible decision to go forward with this lease because now that we have to foot the bill for all the maintenance costs Mm -hmm. on that building. Yeah, that lease is uh, yeah, is very much. The county has no choice. That so I, I guess I don't. You, you can't get out of that lease. Do you right. know who who reads those before they get passed? Whose job is it? Is it does it fall on the commissioners? Does it fall on the council? Yeah, I don't yeah, sign yeah. them. Yeah, the commissioners but sign them. Your your attorney is generally involved in, mm-hmm. in in working with the legal language. Yeah, mm-hmm. of a lease because I was involved in the um, negotiation of a couple. Um, I was involved in negotiations for both the saddle club when their, when their lease was done right. previously and with the, uh, the expo center and their, mm-hmm. and their leases. And as the park board, I've had exposure to this and worked mm-hmm. with the County a few times. Um, and generally, yeah, the commissioners yeah. are normally there's one lead commissioner mm-hmm. working on the project. Ultimately they all end up signing once mm-hmm. it's approved and, and then they're working yeah, hand I think in hand the, with the, the attorney, attorney just writes up the legal language. Yeah. I don't know that he gives the advices to, what the dollar figure should be or um, yeah, it's not least at the right dollar figure in my mind. All right. When I heard what it was, I was, it's a deal. Yeah. There's two more questions I have. And one is on the show notes. One is not in one. So that means this is the penultimate question. Sure. In one (laughs) statement, I want you to give me your vision for Henry County of the future. My vision for Henry County of the future. I want to see Henry County because I grew up here. I came back here after I went to college. Um, I think you've, you've grown up here. I'm assuming you did too, Jeremiah. I, I arrived too. as a young boy and uh, I've stayed here most of the uh, time. I, I want to see um, Henry County grow, um, bring in businesses that um, maybe are different than what we're used to instead of manufacturing, you know, look at technology centers or, you know, expanding to bring in other people to stay. Um, I live in Henry County, but unfortunately I've only worked in my, my business is in Henry County, but I've worked elsewhere most of my career uh, because of what I do. It was uh, more advantageous for me to travel and come back. I came back and lived here because I love living in Henry County. It's a great place to live, retire, hopefully someday uh, <laughs> retire. But I want it to be a place that, um, thrives and people call home for life that they don't leave. They don't graduate high school or college and say, I can't make it here. I want to go somewhere else. I want people to come back after college and say, this is my home for life. Cleaning up uh, one of our discussions we were having John Madison, uh, local attorney uh, speaking on behalf of all attorneys 
uh, yeah. <laughs> saying uh, the attorney is responsible, for, uh, not responsible for policy decisions right. just because it's legal doesn't mean it's necessarily good policy. Well, well, right, 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 right. right. I, I just meant writing the yeah. legalese, yes. not he right. He turns all the, what? Yeah. He takes the negotiation, takes the negotiation and, and turns it into all the, it, right? right take, he translates it, it. Yeah, he translates it to all the legal words that need to be said, the these and the thous and the those and the. Yeah, shalls yeah. and shall nots. Shalls and shall nots and. Question number two is why did you decide to run as a Republican? Because I've been a Republican, conservative Republican for as long as I can remember. All right. What's that mean anymore? Do you know? know A conservative Republican? Yeah. There's so many different factions now. Well, there are. (laughs) Because there's like what a Republican was 10 years ago and there's what a Republican is in the last four years. You know, I'm, I'm, I don't know. Fiscally conservative. Republicans have stayed more on track with what their Mm -hmm. beliefs are. More consistently than what the Democrat Party has, I think yeah. personally, except for maybe you know, twenty sixteen was kind of weird. Cause Donald Trump, you know, lifelong Democrat, mm-hmm. ran as a Republican, and everyone hated him as it in the primary, and then all of a sudden, everybody loves him. Yeah, it got mm-hmm. weird. So that was kind of strange, but for the most part, maintained consistency. All right. Yeah, I mean, I yeah, I've been I've registered as a or, you know, voted in as a primary voter. You can, you can give you can give money to the party. You can, yeah. you can vote in the yeah. primary. I also vote as a Republican in the primary. <laughs> yeah, he can't be stopped. <laughs> so you can be a Republican in good standing. Yeah, I could. There you go. He checked the rule book. He found the yeah. loophole. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've I've always pulled a Republican ballot. Um, conservative, fiscal conservative. Um, middle of the road type of person. That's just been my thing. You do you, and and this is going to sound like a libertarian too. But you do you, and I do me. There you go. Um, All right. So if yeah. uh, I think we're at about at the point in the show where we start wrapping up again, and final there? thoughts. We'll uh, we'll check with producer Chris real quick and see if you got anything to pitch. Anything you need to get off your chest? Anything we've forgotten? Um. Let me see. May 15th, the applications for the Newcastle Main Street's um, grant program is going to be available. So if you are a local business and you have been impacted by the COVID-19 pandemic, um, you will find the application on our Facebook page. Well, the Main Street's Facebook page. Uh, look that up and you can apply. I believe it's a maximum of $2,000 grant uh, one time. Um, so if, you, if you've had problems or and you can use a little extra cash to help you float by, um, apply and hopefully you can get it and keep you in business here in Henry County. Did you say grant? It is a grant. It okay. is not, you do not have to pay it back. All right. All right. So, um, Bobby, if people want to volunteer for the campaign, help, help campaign. out, help out. You're not, I don't, do, are you expecting to get back to door to door or is it, do you know what to expect? Well, and, the, the policy, cause I did check, uh, at the state, let you know, what, what's the overall policy and they're asking not to go door to door. You can drop literature off of the door, but don't knock. Um, but be careful with mailboxes. And yeah. No mail, obviously no mailboxes. <laughs> um, so probably not door to door. Um, so if anybody, uh, Bobby for Bobby Plummer for Henry County commissioner on Facebook. Oh, sorry. There you go. I'm sorry. It'll it'll go better if you talk into the mic. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) They'll find you better. Again, I'm behind the camera. I know. I'm not in front of the camera. Yes, it is. Um, Bobby Plummer for Henry County commissioner, uh, on Facebook. And if anybody wants to donate it, 
uh, send it to Dickerson Accounting, 301 South 17th Street, Newcastle, 47362. Very good. Is I appreciate there, your support. Is there anything else we've uh, we've left out that we meant to cover or needed to cover? Or you I to- don't. My brain is, you know. This <laughs> Why are you the best for, candidate? Why am I the best candidate? Yeah. I'm hardworking. I will dive into whatever needs to be done. I will do the hard lifting, and I'm not afraid. Very right. good. D squared. I have a, a final thought really quick, and here I go defending Republicans again. But uh, I want to talk real quick about uh, this. Uh, I, I should disclaimer first. These statements are my statements only and do not necessarily reflect the statements of the other people appearing on this podcast. <laughs> uh, Jim Lucas, our friend. <laughs> yes. <laughs> has been involved in some controversy. Boss Hog alum, Jim Lucas. Yes, he has been involved in some. And, okay. and those who don't know, Jim Lucas is the uh, n- state representative for district number 69 in Indiana. Seymour, so, North Vernon. Yep. Seymour, North Vernon area. And uh, he's been on the show one time. Uh, we interviewed him before, and he is a he is what I consider a true conservative Republican. Mm-hmm. He, he he to me embodies everything that Republicans are supposed to stand for. A lot of times they don't stand for those principles. He's been involved in this controversy where he posted a meme. It's a meme that we've all seen a thousand times where it shows a little boy in Africa and he's dancing. And as Jim said, a happy, cocky little boy. Yes. And uh, I, we've, we've all seen it a bunch because it's like a 2012 picture, right? It's very it's pixelated. Been, it's like from the beginnings of the internet. Whenever <laughs> it's, it's ancient. Go to the internet's older than you are, buddy. I don't I, listen. I remember helping my parents install high speed or, yeah. or yeah. I remember helping my parents install internet and <laughs> having to listen to that dial up tone. Oh yeah. But anyway, you get your AOL CD. Mm-hmm. I remember the first day that we got Wi-Fi and it was the craziest thing. Anyway. So <laughs> story time with ba- a 24-year-old. Yeah. Back to uh, back get up to, on my knee, let me tell you about dial up. <laughs> back to Jim. Uh, he posted that meme and he, it says, uh, we got to get free money talking about the stimulus checks mm-hmm. and it has completely blown up. I saw it whenever he first posted it. I knew it was going to blow up because he, like Jeremiah said before that in a private conversation, Jim Lucas is the ultimate boogeyman for the state democratic party okay. and he is their greatest fundraising tool. Because he is not afraid to speak his mind, and he can—he's he's, been involved in a lot. He's of made the radar, and his—he's uh, become radioactive. Okay. So, so the the Black Legislative Caucus for the state of Indiana has called for his resignation. Um, multiple Democrat state legislators across the state of Indiana have called for an investigation from the Ethics Committee because of this meme. Uh, Memes will end you, son. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just as Aaron Ewart, uh, Janine Lee Lake, also a boss hog alum, also had been interviewed on the show. We'll probably get interviewed again this year. Uh, she went on her Facebook page, said that she was disgusted by Jim Lucas and Jim Lucas's supporters because of this meme. And I want to clear the air and knowing who Jim Lucas is and what he stands for. This, uh, you have to take into account what intent means. 
because uh, the intent behind the meme was he saw a little a picture of a little kid that looked happy was celebrating and put we're going to get free money on the meme because people were celebrating that they're going to get free money from the stimulus check it's it, there's no racist connotations behind it then people are seeing the meme and they're seeing the color of the of the child in the meme and assuming that he's racist because uh, only black people want to get free money? No. When did that happen? I like free money too. Dog, that twelve hundred dollars like was money. grateful in my my wallet. I know. I got twenty four hundred dollars because I'm married. And that was like huge. That's a big deal for people in the middle class. But you do know that that's not free money, right? Yeah, yeah we it's, know. Okay. Yeah. It's it's yeah. a little bit of our money back. Yeah, his, right. that you guys his little, his little okay. boy has to pay yeah. it all back. Okay. <laughs> yeah, well I didn't even get the money yeah. for him. I don't, like I said, I only got twenty four hundred. I should have got twenty nine. It's the cancel culture we're in, dude. But it's it, it is, what it, it is. It's been amazing to me. There's been articles upon articles written about a meme shared on social media by Jim Lucas, who, who had zero intentions of racism behind it, and I I just don't understand. I don't I don't even see where it comes from. Is my is my gripe? I don't see where where the racism is at. If if Jim was to start making memes and posting memes and discluding any meme that had a black person in it, he'd started looking at pictures and going, I'm not posting this picture because there's a black person in this picture. That's far more racist than, than what he did by, by not posting things than because of the color of the person's skin. Yeah. I think, uh, Unfortunately for Representative Lucas, he's, he's just gotten to the point where anything that he does is going to be under the microscope. Um, and like and I said it's, before, it's it's, it's uh, <laughs> part Bobby. Of it's I'm the- I'm sorry that you came on the episode right <laughs> as this is happening. <laughs> I don't want you get to get tied up with it. These are just my this is are my personal opinions. I've been watching this all go down. I know who Jim Lucas is. I know what he stands for, and that's. That's not at all it. Jim Lucas is a is a true conservative that stands behind the Constitution and equal rights for all people. Yeah, I think Jim. I think Jim does not run through a. Uh, Jim's thoughts are his own, right? It, Jim Jim doesn't have a, a, a third party filtering what Jim does. So he's he's a representative of the people of his district, and and he believes legitimately what he's what he's doing. Um, I, but I think it, it, anything that that doesn't meet the social what socially is acceptable, uh, he, he's going to continue to see the backlash from the from the Indianapolis media yeah. and those that like to raise money on his. And name. you know, also just like every every other thing that is said on this podcast, I could be wrong. You know, I, I don't have the life experience of a person of color in the United States. I don't know what that is like. I could be wrong. And if someone vehemently disagrees with me, I said it that way. I'm going to keep <laughs> Always. It. That's the way Dakota says vehemently. Then, vehemently. then you can vehemently. send me a direct message and explain <laughs> it to me. I'm open to hearing other thoughts because I, you know, I'm, I'm not tied down to, to any of that. I just know that intent matters. And Jim's intent was not to post ah, a racist. We are in a clickbait world. We look at things in headlines. Intent doesn't matter in the world of media or fundraising or anger or cancel culture or clicking. None of that applies. It's just, it's you, been you, frustrating because I know how principled of a man he is. 
and to see his anything that he posts get five six hundred comments of you're a racist pos like i hate you resign Ah. people don't it's ridiculous people don't have conversations in person we're all everybody's a superman behind a keyboard as well that uh, that happens too uh, real quick, uh, I noticed one of my old old coworkers, long time ago, different lifetime. Adam Lingle, who's uh, the grand football over at the Boar's Head now, he's in the chat checking us out. Adam and I were uh, were Rebar brothers a thousand years ago. So, what's up, Adam? Good to see you in there. Uh, real quick, from my side, thank you guys very much for joining us. Really happy that Bobby uh, Bobby was here and and, and did the show it. with us. Uh, two more weeks left in the candidate series. Uh, and we got to thank, uh, thank Wyland's Flowers. Boss Hog Liberty Candidate Series is sponsored by Wyland's Flowers, 407 South Main Street, Newcastle, Indiana. Always at wylandsflowers.net for a list of flower arrangements and options. Wyland's offers contact-free flowers delivered in our area. Wyland's is taking every precaution possible to ensure the health and safety of their clients, employees, and partners. They have flowers for any occasion, as we talked about, Dakota and I. Both of our weddings were, uh, were Wyland Flower Affairs. Uh, and uh, I've been told that Wylands has been doing contact-free delivery since before it was cool. So with that, we appreciate it very oh, much, everybody. I have one more thing. Oh, no, it's too late, Guffy. It's over. It's the you most powerful it. thing ever. You ruined it. Korean baseball has started, which means <laughs> Guffy gambling has started Guffy gambling back. again. Thank oh. the Lord. Wow. that's. I'm glad you interrupted the show for your for your addiction. I got to let the people know. Korean we'll baseball, 530 in the morning. Uh, NASCAR at Darlington this weekend. We'll see you all next week. Thank you for listening to the Boss Hog of Liberty, which is part of the We Are Libertarians network. I am Chris Spangle, and I am the founder of this network, and I invite you to listen to all of our shows, which you can find at wearelibertarians.com or by searching for these in your podcatcher. The flagship show is the We Are Libertarians podcast, where we apply libertarian principles to current events. The Brian Nichols Show is a conversation amongst Republicans, Democrats, Libertarians, Independents, as they talk about what is happening in the news. And we have many other podcasts like The Chris Spangle Show, Upward, The Cost, Raw Audio Politics, Miranda's World, and Tad Talk, which is quite a ride. So check all of these out. Go to WeAreLibertarians.com and you can check out all of our great podcasts. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to the We Are Libertarians Network. Get our other shows at WeAreLibertarians.com. <laughs>